DW Africa Link The coronavirus has wrought havoc on practically every facet of daily life across Africa. But another threat is looming. The coronavirus pandemic is complicating Africa's election calendar, and there are fears this could undermine fragile democracies. This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. I'm Kai Nebe. Health fears and exploitative political leaders are a dangerous combination. And with curfews, lockdowns and social distancing measures already in play, it's actually a good opportunity for leaders to tighten their grip on power or postpone planned elections. Nine African countries, including Uganda, Nigeria, Kenya and Zimbabwe and the Gambia, have already postponed elections at some level because of the COVID-19 infection risks. And the use of the coronavirus pandemic as an excuse to prolong the rule of incumbents is now a real concern. In Uganda, President Yaweri Museveni has called for the 2021 general election to be postponed. DW correspondent Wambi Michael investigates what's behind this. Opposition leaders say the lockdowns are affecting internal party democracy because they are unable to hold rallies and public meetings. Nathan Nandala Mafabi is the Secretary General of Uganda's largest opposition political party, Forum for Democratic Change. He says President Yoweri Museveni has exploited the COVID-19 restrictions politically advantage himself. He's the one who's talking to the public, he's the one who's checking on the roads, the one who's doing so other parties have been put at a bend. The elections have taken place in Burundi in the center of it. But President Yoweri Museveni, who has been in power for 34 years in a recently televised interview, said it would be madness to hold elections when the virus is still spreading. Fred Mukasambide is the vice president of the Democratic Party, he told DW that President Yoweri Museveni is interested in locking down populations to deny them the right to choose their leader. Uh, you cannot say elections can be extended. For example, malaria kills eight people per day. We have never extended elections because of the death of Ugandans in relation to malaria. COVID-19, on the other hand, has killed nobody. Justin Kasule Lumumba is the Secretary General of the ruling National Resistance Movement Party, which already endorsed Museveni to contest for the elections scheduled for early next year. As long as the constitutional structure is as it is now, you cannot talk about uh, postponing elections. It's a constitutional command. You can only postpone elections if you amend the constitution. Countries in Africa have held elections under similar circumstances. Burundi, I have only heard of only one country, Ethiopia, that did postpone, but others are going ahead. So, Lawyer Asumani Basalirwa is one of the opposition legislators in Uganda's parliament. He insists any extension or postponement of the election would be unconstitutional. We cannot take a decision and say elections will be at this time without the advice of the scientists. All the presidential directives that have been given so far have been based on the advice of the scientists. Equally, when it comes to elections, it will depend on the, the, the numbers. To some, holding or not holding elections in the case of Uganda is the same. Yusuf Sarunkuma is a PhD student 
at Makerere University's Institute for Social Research. Election or no election doesn't make any difference. As long as we have someone as president and incumbent for the next election, I mean, except forever, you're wasting people's resources, you're breaking people's bonds, people are being thrown in jail. It's lots of things are wasted for a result which is predetermined. Other countries scheduled to hold elections are Egypt, Guinea, Seychelles, and Tanzania. Meanwhile, elections for Chad, Central African Republic, Gabon, Somalia, and Somaliland were already uncertain due to security and political concerns. Wambi Michael bringing us those voices from Uganda. In West Africa, Cameroon has been under the de facto dictatorship of Paul Bia since 1982. But recently, his regime has come under pressure and increasing unrest has been reported particularly in the English-speaking zones of the country. However, security officials are now using COVID-19 restrictions and regulations as an excuse to crack down on dissent. Joining me in the studio is award-winning Cameroonian journalist Mimi Mefu. Uh, so Mimi, you actually have personal experience of how quickly the uh, Cameroonian authorities are willing to deter dissident voices. So do you think that they're using this COVID-19 as a way to justify their actions? Well, um, non-respect of democratic principles has always been a problem in Africa and Cameroon is not an exception. And with... Um, uh, COVID-19 restriction measures being put in place, uh, one of them being the arrest of people who do not respect these measures in place by the forces of law and order who have routinely arrested people even when they've not committed crimes. It's given that these people, when I talk about people, I'm talking about the police, the army, uh, the gendarmes, it's giving them that power to exercise this, this function that they've do the things that they've always done with full force. Right, so how are they being targeted, though? Yeah, we have uh, a good number of examples, especially in uh, political hotspots in the country, in regions like in the littoral, which is uh, the political fief, as I can put it, of the opposition. Professor Maurice Camto, we've had cases of people being uh, uh, arrested, people being harassed on daily basis. We've had a similar scenario in the conflict hit northwest and the southwest. These are the Anglophone communities where there's been a bloody conflict for close to four years now. Just a few days ago, we uh, heard reports from our correspondent, DW correspondent in Bamenda, who was, um, was harassed, uh, beaten by security forces, and now he's currently uh, under medical attention because he was uh, he had to undergo scan at the level of the hospital. He was beaten, mercilessly beaten by security forces. And more often than not, most of the security forces who are beaten, the civilian population, because they do not wear masks, are not wearing masks, face masks themselves. The, the lines between a health crisis and a political crisis here are actually becoming blurred, right? Yeah, the National Unity Day celebration as well was um, postponed or suspended, as, as I should say, because the government thinks that um, uh, it was to avoid the spread of coronavirus. During this day, people get to come together and, and then celebrate. But we saw the election rerun within the context of the COVID-19 because he had to favor the government. So more often than not, the government is taking actions based on how it's going to be beneficial to, to it. We also saw MPs being given new cars, 
government authorities being given new cars when we had this epileptic health system in the country. It's already a huge burden. The coronavirus pandemic is already a huge burden to bigger democracies, to bigger countries. What more of Cameroon, which is still struggling, which has this poor healthcare system. So I have the impression that the government has to do a lot. If not, we need a total overhaul of the system. The coronavirus has brought health challenges and economic hardship to the African continent. But the longer the pandemic goes on, citizens may need to be on guard over their rights as politicians seek to exploit the confusion and fear for their own gains. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. From myself, Kainebe, producer Asumta Latos and also Mimi Mefu, we wish all our listeners the best of health and stay vigilant. Stay vigilant.